Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I'm your host, Dr. Pat, joining you here today. Dr. Pat Basile, I actually do have a last name. And joining me on the keyboards is my sidekick, Valerie, is right there. Hi, Valerie. Say hi to everybody. Good morning. You've been busy already today. Yeah, you may, you keep me busy. And we're going to continue to keep you busy right now. We've got a couple of great guests. Tim Link is joining us here today. Conversation with our animal friends. Every animal has a tail. He is an animal communicator. I believe that's the language that I use for him. But he's also got an incredible book. And we're going to be taking your call. Do you have questions? What is your animal saying to you or not saying to you? Is there something you should know. Uh, Why do you think that horse of yours is chewing on the fence? Well, we're going to get some answers right here on the show. So we're going to be taking your call so you can connect with Tim. But the other thing is we're giving away a copy of his incredible book, Wagging Tails. We're going to be giving those away to the first two callers that call in, want to join us for a reading, want to ask a question, want to find out what's going on. Tim, thank you so much for joining us here today. I mean, you have been called many, many things, but basically you're someone that communicates with animals. And I wanted to, you know, check in with you on that. I mean, when you say, when people say to you, hey, what do you do for your living? And you tell them, what's the response? (laughs) Well, it depends on who I'm talking to, I guess. (laughs) You know, nowadays, though, it's becoming a little bit more familiar to people. You know, people are are, uh, seeing more of the uh, radio shows, TV shows, and also a lot of things that I'm doing. And when they hear about, you know, an animal communicator or a pet whisperer, those type of things, they seem to be receptive because you realize that, uh, you know, a majority of the people out there have at least one pet in their life. And they want the best for that pet, and they want to better understand them at a much deeper level. And that's where I come into play. I give the animals a voice and help you build those great relationships between you and uh, your animals. So you're just coming coming off of a book tour, and I wanted to ask you what that's like. I mean, most people go on a book tour. They go out there. They sit behind a desk. They sign things. I mean, are people, like, saying to you, hey, I definitely want your book, but I also I also want some help communicating with my cat? Absolutely, yeah. We we definitely don't sit behind a table too long <laughs> because uh, when we, we do the book tours, you know, we're we're coupling that with a lot of uh, speaking events at like uh, uh, AKC clubs and rescue organizations and churches, things of this sort, where people are are wanting to know more about their pets and, and deal with animals on a regular basis. Um, but more importantly, during the book signings, people will bring their pictures of their pets. They'll actually bring their animals to the book signings. And uh, most of the time, this is not, you know, uh, a pre-decision. You know, this isn't anything I was made aware of ahead of time. All of a sudden, someone walks up and, and listens to my little talk at the signing and has a cat carrier with them or a little, you know, dog on a leash and uh, and whatever it may be. I even had someone bring in their little uh, um, small lorikeet parrot at uh, one time. 
And it's like, hi, Tim. I love your book. Glad to see you. By the way, this is my, <laughs> this is my lorikeet. Can you tell me about her? <laughs> <laughs> so we try to answer as many questions as we can uh, you know, during the signings. It's, it's uh, always a fun time to do that. And, um, you know, we're still, we're still out there promoting the book pretty heavily. We just got back from uh, uh, the uh, Columbus, Ohio, and uh, Dayton, and Richmond, Indiana area, and uh, had a great weekend trip up there, and went to the Columbus Zoo, was invited to Columbus Zoo to do a uh, little speaking signing event as well, and so we've uh, we've been out there, so we're not sure how we're, when we're going to come up to the, uh, uh, the, the beautiful Pacific Northwest, uh, but uh, keep your eyes and ears posted. Well, you know, it's interesting because I think, you know, you'll be talking to your people here. Uh, and, and not only that, I mean, this particular hour is across the country. I mean, people are listening to this show in California and Florida. And, and so what's, what's kind of fun about it is that, you know, we get to share the whelp. I wanted to ask you about Wagging Tails, about the book. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? And, you know, are there any tips, so to speak, for communicating uh, telepathically with animals? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the book is uh, Wagging Tails, Every Animal Has a Tail. And it's a collection of 32 stories of animals I've worked with. Uh, these are animals that have had some behavior changes or modifications in, in how they're, they're going about their daily routine, uh, animals that are lost and we help them, help them find their way back home or help you locate them, animals that are going through some physical issues and we need to really determine what is best for them. So it covers a lot of issues. The book is a... Uh, a very uh, light read. It gets you to think a little bit. It gets you to, you know, opens your heart a little bit and definitely gets you connected with the uh, the stories. And we have wonderful pictures of all the animals in the book as well. So it's a great little uh, little book. And we have uh, had uh, you know, a lot of people attracted to it. It's even a, a book that's suited for our youth youth crowd. Um, you know, it's something that amazed me because when I wrote the book, I thought it you know, was gearing it more towards an adult um, uh, type of book. But I wrote it in the, the way that it would connect with anybody out there. We're finding a lot of our uh, kids from like 8 to 14 years of age coming in and purchasing the book and reading it for their summer reading programs, and that has been a thrill. Um, in addition to the 32 stories in the book, there are helpful hints. There are 24 helpful hints, little tips that you can do today to build a better relationship and a better connection with your pets. Um, one of the tips, just give you right off the bat, is, um, you know, I'm a big proponent of talking to your animals. Mm -hmm. And when I say talk to your animals, I want you to vocalize what you are wanting from them and what you need. Um, so you know, a lot of people say, well, Tim, you know, aren't people going to look at me funny if I'm sitting there, you know, verbalizing out loud talking to my pets? <laughs> and I said, well, uh, they may or they may not, but if you really want to get a deep connection with your animals, and uh, understand them and make sure they understand what your wants and needs are. You've got to communicate with them, and the best way to do that is to verbalize. So, for instance, when you leave the house, when you leave the house, your animals go through a great deal of anxiety. And this could be you know, a, a routine that you do all the time. You could be going to work at the same time, coming home at the same time every day. But your dogs and kitties and everything left at home, they still want to know what's going on, and they want to know what they need to do while you're gone. And when are you coming back? So they have that anxiety, and that's when we see them get into trouble sometimes when they're at the house by themselves. So I always tell people, before you leave the house, make sure you tell your pets where you're going. You tell them when you'll be back, 
and you tell them what you need them to do while you're gone. Give them a job to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's as simple as uh, you go up to Fluffy and you pet him on the head before you leave and you say, you know, Fluffy, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to be back in eight hours, which is 6 p.m. tonight. I need you to watch out the window and look at the birdies. I need you to lay down and take a long nap. It doesn't really matter what the job is. Just give them a little job to do. And I guarantee you, if you get this part of your routine, your animals will be much calmer when you get home and they'll be less... Uh, uh, less anxiety and less trouble. Well, and you know, we talk to our animal friends all the time, but we don't really talk to them as if they're listening. You know what I'm saying? I remember long conversations with my colleague, and then I, you know, and then I would think about it and I would say, like, okay, I know I'm talking to him, but do I really think he's listening? And let me ask you about that because we do have conversation with our dogs, our cats, whatever, uh, you know, whatever animal friends we have. Um, what do they take in? What do do they even pay attention? to our ramblings? <laughs> well, you know, they understand the words that you're saying. More importantly, they see and see the images that you're putting out when you say those words. And they also feel your energy become lighter and become stronger in a positive manner when you say the words. So, for instance, you know, I always tell people, I, I always do a little quiz. I'm a, I can do the quiz on, on the show if you're prepared. I, I know you know you weren't planning on being tested today, but no, I'm going to give you a little ahead. quiz. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say two words. And after I say these two words, you let me know if you heard the words and if you saw the words. Okay. Okay? So the two words are orange ball. Orange ball. Okay. Okay, now did you, did you hear the words orange ball? I saw the ball. And you saw the ball. And what kind of ball did you see? I saw an orange basketball. Orange basketball. Okay, that's great. And that's exactly what our animals are seeing as well. When we speak to them, we want to be as visual as possible. But even if we're not you know, very good at that or we've never really practiced that before, subconsciously we're already putting that imagery out there when we say the words. Now, when I said orange ball, you know, perhaps I was picturing an orange basketball, and that's exactly why I wanted to share with my pet. But maybe mine was an orange, you know, golf ball, or maybe it was an orange beach ball. So we have to go back and sort of reiterate that again to make sure the animal understands exactly what we're, we're uh, putting out there visually. Well, I wanted to also ask you, in the book, you talk and you share many, many different stories. And when we come back from break, I would love for you to share a few of those. We actually have a couple of books to give away. Uh, for those of you out there, one 800 And when we come back, we're going to be talking with Tim about, you know, what life is like to be an animal communicator. And certainly we'll take your call if any of you out there would like to find out what's going on with your animal, would like to say something, would like to hear something, and so forth. You could give us a call at 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, we'll be sharing some incredible incredible stories with you about what Tim has experienced in Wagging Tail. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you tired of being overweight and nothing you try can get you to lose the weight and keep it off? What if there was a way to lose the weight that didn't involve dieting, buying other people's food? counting points, or having risky surgery. I'm Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis to share some successes from people just like you. Janine Crosby lost 89 pounds in 10 months. Brenda Eckel lost 75 pounds and went from a size 22 to a size 8. 
She is completely free from her insulin for diabetes. Becky Miller lost 65 pounds and went from a size 18 to a 6. Bill Birdsong lost 105 pounds and a total of 14 inches off his waist. His pant size went from a 50 to a 36. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on The Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's The Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, on The Dr. Pat Show. In the world of Amelina, our commitment is to making the time spent with us an interlude to be remembered and treasured. The best gift is the gift of health. Give it to yourself and valued others. Amelina International Day Spas, located in downtown Seattle and Yakima Valley. Visit our website at amelina.com. That's spelled U-M-M-E-L-I-N-A dot com. Or call 206-624-1370. Are you feeling a little lost? Powerless to overcome your challenges? Dawn Stansfield is a compassionate healer and intuitive messenger who focuses on your self-empowerment by examining current day circumstances, whether they are past, present, or future. She offers practical tools to help you overcome difficult situations and move forward in your life path. For a private consultation, contact Dawn today at 425-453-8180 or visit dawnsvision.com. Are you ready for balance and wellness? Daisy Thompson at Northwest Healing Studio is a nationally known energy intuitive and Reiki master. By repatterning your energy structure, Daisy can help you make the changes you need to start attracting the life you want to experience. If you live with depression, anxiety, illness, pain, or stress, call Daisy at 206-550-8469 and begin to realize your true path in life. Visit NorthwestHealingStudio.com. Yeah, Rod Stewart, I think, is touring again. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Oh, my gosh. I'm just listening. That was Rod Stewart, right? No? Sounded like Rod Stewart. Who was that? I wasn't going to call you out on the air. Call, you can call me out. <laughs> the Black Crows. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Very, very Rod Stewart-like. It, that song is, yeah. It, that's an old Black Crows, though. That's an old that's one. That's an old one. Yeah. Got it. Originally. Sorry. That's okay. I'm with you, sister. <laughs> I was going to say, you're like dating me with the whole Maggie Mae thing with Rod Stewart. That's when I first saw him. Welcome back, everyone. Tim Link is joining us. Tim, thank you for joining us today. Give out your website, and then we're going to go right to the phones. Yeah, the website is wagging-tails.com. That's W A G. G-I-N-G-T-A-L-E-S.com. And go on there and take a look at 
what I do, you can find out more about the book. You can sign up for private consultations, and you can sign up for a free e-newsletter. We put out a new uh, newsletter at the beginning of every month that not only keeps you abreast of what's going on with wagging tails, but more importantly, it provides helpful hints and tips that we send your way absolutely free each and every month. Well, we've got two Dianes on the phone, and I think we're going to get right to it as the phones continue to ring. Valerie. Let's go to Diane and Kent. Diane, you there? Hello? Hi, Diane. What's your question for Tim? Well, I have a quick question. Thanks for taking my call. My You're sister welcome. has a, a stray kitty that showed up at the end of June, and he's very affectionate and really likes to be in the house, but he also likes to be outside. And she's got him set up real nice with a good litter box and everything. Well, he's deciding on occasion he doesn't want to use his litter box, and he'll spray like a corner and the, go to a corner and, and spray against the wall. And he's a neutered male. And so she's just kind of beside herself because she loves the cat, but she just doesn't think she can handle this problem. So she was wondering, you know, what she called me this morning all upset. So I was just going to throw that out there to you. Okay. Well, great. Well, I appreciate that. The uh, He likes it there. So that's the first thing. So uh, she can get that out of her mind if she's worrying that maybe he's just upset about being there. He's not. He likes being there, so you need to relay that to her. The second okay. question I got is, I see other cats around. Does she have other cats in the house? No. Um, the, we think that he was dropped off with another cat and a rabbit and a ferret. Oh, dear. Um, all at the same time, uh, like in a couple of days, we found all these animals, and we were able to place the rabbit. We couldn't catch the ferret, and the other kitty comes and goes, and, and we can't get close to him. Okay, um, okay. So there's a whole thing I can help you out with. Can't do it on the radio today, but have her get in touch with me. Go to the website because there's plenty we can do to, to address okay. all of those things. But there is that the other cat. He's wanting to know about that other cat. So I'd let him know verbally what the situation is, what he needs to do, and why it's going to be a good thing for him. So explain why that cat's not there in the house okay, and what so, the intentions so he... are if for some reason the other cat does come back around. Okay, because okay. we kind of thought they were dropped off together because they'll hang out on the sidewalk on her front porch together. But they'll lay like, you know, two feet apart. Yeah, so we I thought I, maybe they were. No, I do believe they were dropped off together, and I think that uh, the, the kitties she has in the house most of the time is concerned about what's going on with that other cat. So I think oh, we need to talk so about that. He maybe wants the thing. other cat to come in too? Exactly. You may want that oh, other cat or at least to be around or know what's going to happen with the, the other cat okay. since they, they have some sort of connection together. So I think that's a good thing to do. And then okay. as far as the litter box is concerned, here, here's what I would suggest doing. First of all, you've got to talk about talk about it. Talk out loud. We've been talking about that on the show today. Tell mm-hmm. the kitty that you understand he's having some uh, emotional, it's an emotional thing he's going through, some emotional difficulties, and you're going to do everything you can to get the other kitty squared away and make sure that he has a great home to live in forever. Okay. What you need him to do is use the litter box only. Okay. okay. Because this is going to make mommy, or however you want to label it, very, very happy. Okay. okay. And you're putting that positive thought, and you're seeing that happening, and you actually feel it happening. You know it's going to happen. And stay. tell her, uh, your sister to stay away from words like no, not, those type of words, those negative energy words. So okay. you want to stay away from saying, don't pee on the floor, because they'll okay. hear pee on the floor. Okay. <laughs> so to reinforce it by saying, I know these, these things are upsetting you, and here's what I'm going to do to try to solve them. Here's what I need you to do, which is use the litter box only, okay. and uh, this is going to make me very happy. Okay. 
Cool. Okay. okay well, and then there's a whole so bunch of other things I can do, too, if she wants to. hold of you at your um, website, too. So thank you so very much. Enjoy your thank day. You. Thank you. Thanks, Diane. Thank you for uh-huh, calling. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. 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 Wow. Uh, well, let's go to Diane from Indiana, if we could, because I want to make sure we get that call in as well. Diane, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. I would like you to connect with my very special guest today, Tim. So what's your question? Well, I have two dogs. One is an Australian Shepherd. His name is Bo, and he, I don't know what to do for his barking. Mm. Now, when he barks, he does have a reason. I do understand that. He doesn't just bark to hear himself. He, but he, it's like he's stressing out, like anything going on in the neighbor's yard, he feels he has to bark at. Um, sometimes when I go outside to spend time with them, he stands and barks at me. He's to another person. He sounds aggressive. He barks aggressive, like. But I'm not afraid of him. I know that he knows I'm the boss. <laughs> but it's like I can't get him to stop mm. when he does get in these modes. And uh, I, I don't know how to communicate to him. You know when things are okay or enough is enough. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you something to do. That's going to sound totally counterproductive, but believe me, it works. Okay. When when he barks, it's great that you've identified that there's a reason, because it is the job he's chosen for himself. So you're recognizing that, and that's great. So the thing you want to do is um, applaud him, give him kudos for doing such a great job. Okay? So here's, here's how it would go. Um, you are at the ki- at the kitchen dining room table. The window blinds are open. The neighbor pulls up next door, and he starts barking crazy. You want to immediately go to the window, peek out, see that it's the neighbors pulled up, and you say, great job. Thanks for letting me know that they pulled up. Now I need you to go lay down in the living room and play with your toys. Thank you so much. This makes me so happy you're doing your job. Okay? Okay. Now, well, when you- he's outside when he's doing this. Okay, he's so much he's out- quieter inside the house. Okay, so if this is when outside- he's out in the. I have a fenced yard, large fenced yard. Okay, and so these are you're leaving him out there while you're inside the house, and anything that moves out there, he's barking at. Right. Okay, so part of that when you get when in that situation, it's the very same thing, but the key is that you need to break his concentration when he gets into that zone, and you need to spend more time with him outside. So not only okay. is he letting you know that there's something going on outside that you need to be aware of, even if it's just simply a squirrel running across the fence, he still wants you to know that. But it's also him reaching out to say, hey, you know, a big backyard running around is great, but if I'm not challenged in other ways and you're not spending the, the necessary time with me, then I'm going to get bored. And when I get bored, I do things. Yes, he even did the same thing when I, I used to train him in agility. Mm-hmm. He would do the same thing. He would just bark aggressively. And when I would run from obstacle to obstacle, it was like he thought I was running from him, and he would, like, run after me, like, follow me. He would still do the obstacle, but it was like he would come at me aggressively. And he would really bother him when the other dogs would do their runs, too. Wow. Right. So even back when I was spending a lot of time with him, you know, actually doing things, I experienced the same thing with him as a young dog. Now he's older, but... It's like right. I've never been able to break him of that. And are you still doing agility with him or any sort of... Uh, no, because uh, we moved, and it got 
uncomfortable mm-hmm. because of the behavior. Okay. The people I was working with before, they, they knew him when he was little and saw him kind of grow up, and they knew he never really hurt anybody, that he was just the way he was. So we could be around them, but going to a new place, you know, people start looking at you like, wow, your your dog, you know, losing it? <laughs> well, the key there is, first of all, he, he's come accustomed to that type of routine, that mental and physical stimulation. So if you, even though he's older, if you've moved that out of his life, especially if you haven't explained reasons why, that's going to cause him to be a little bit more vocal. Mm-hmm. So we've got to either get that back in his life or we got to start explaining why we're not doing that and why we're going to be doing some other things to keep him mentally stimulated as well as physically stimulated. The second thing I would do is if you take him back in that environment where you're doing some, um, you know, some training or just some agility just to, to get him active again and get him mentally challenged again, try slowly. Try introducing him in, at a solo type of situation where there's no other dogs, no other people around. Uh, you know, if that requires running out of facility or just, you know, uh, working with him one-on-one, then that's a good way to do that. A lot of, if you check with your local uh, kennel clubs, a lot of them will have, also have trainers in their mm-hmm. clubs, and they'll let okay. you rent out their facility for like a half an hour at a pretty reasonable price. Wow. Well, thank He's a really good dog, that. and he listens to me on everything. Even if he's barking at me, he's listening to me. Well, that's the key. You, you're recognizing it, and he definitely listens to you, so now take it to the step four. Uh, a little step forward, and the biggest thing you can do is feel confident about it because if you're worried about it or, or having self-doubt, he's going to pick up on that and he'll continue to do well, what thank you're you. out there. Okay. All thank right. You. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. And, you know, Tim, we've got another caller. We can't take Carla now, but if Carla, if you stay on, maybe Tim can answer your question during break. We're going to take a short break. Tim, thank you for joining us here today. Uh, would you give out your website again? And then, Carla, what we'll do is connect you with Kim, Tim during the break, and maybe he could get you a, an answer. So how about your website, Tim? And thank you for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure. It's always a pleasure coming on. Uh, check out the website, which is wagging-tails.com. That's W-A-G-G-I-N-G-T-A-L-E-S.com. You'll find all kinds of wonderful information there, and you can sign up for a private consultation if you want to as well. Well, thank you so much. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we've got more with the Dr. Pat Show, an amazing healing approach that we're going to be sharing with you uh, as well as with my guest, Mary Jane Max. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Even when you've been crossing it out. 